This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into the Teammates Mentoring Hour right here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. We kind of left, we're sharing some stories, and we'll get back to that. But again, if you guys want to join the conversation, Sarder Heyman text line 402 464 Five six eight five, and uh, we'll even open up to phone calls this segment. Honda of Lincoln Hotline four zero two four six four five six eight five. You guys can join the conversation that way. And again, if you want to put a face to the voice, we're streaming on YouTube, Twitch, Discord, and Twitter. Excuse me, not Discord, Facebook, and Twitter. So again, put a face to the voice that way. So we got kind of left the break. We're uh, understanding a little bit about the background of teammates, um, and then what mentors all have to do. And uh, Jim, I'll start with you again. So we kind of understood, you know, the need for mentors. Uh, and there's still some people have a fear of, you know, they, they might not be good enough. They might, you know, they're worried that their influence wouldn't necessarily work. They feel like they have to teach something. So when you're looking for mentors, you know, what, what, are, the, what are the things that you tell them? I know you said you don't have to worry about doing math, but what are some of the other things that you try to push people over that, you know, that ledge right. to really do it? Right, right. So it's not <clears> – these <throat> are not young people who – um, are, are, are in trouble. These are not at risk young people. These are just just young students who could, could use another caring adult. And that's mm-hmm. what we're looking for. And it's, it's more about listening. It's, you know, it, it, and letting the young person kind of explore. And, you know, there's times when you give advice and there's times when you, uh, but really just being able to listen and, and then just to be present in the moment. You know, it's like, what I mean by that is just, being attentive and being consistent. Mm-hmm. So, well, and, and that's why I said consistent, but that that's probably the number one, the number one thing is consistency. So the research is real clear and it, it the research says it's not what you do in that, in that meeting. And it's also not how long you meet. It's that it's consistent week after week. And, and when I say consistent, I don't mean perfection. It's there's 35 weeks in a school year. We would like, our goal is 24. So there's 11 times that we know that something's going to come up. Mm-hmm. You know, someone's going to be sick. Someone's going to have a school activity. Work's going to get in the way. Uh, you know, they're just different priorities. Snow days, mm-hmm. which, by the way, knock on wood, yeah. could be tomorrow. I don't know. Just saying. You guys could be driving <laughs> through it tonight. Let's <laughs> yeah, just exactly. put it that way. But yeah. but it's it's that, so we're looking for that consistency. And if you can, I mean, you don't have to know anything. You just mm-hmm. have to be able to listen. And that's what that's what really people respond to. And that's what young people respond to. And so we actually, you can get in trouble. And, and maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe you can speak to this, but uh, you can get yourself in trouble if you try to do too much talking. You know, you mean mm-hmm. you really want the young person to drive that conversation because that's what it's about. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a program that has done with and by young people it's not done to and for young people we're not imposing this program on somebody young people are are thriving at it and they're the ones driving the program so i think you know i was nervous before i'd been doing youth work since working with kids since uh 1993 and so i got five years ago i got my first teammate Mm -hmm. and the strange thing is i found myself kind of nervous and i've I've been nervous working with a, a young person but this one felt a little bit more more personal to mm-hmm. me and so i can see why people have trepidation and and, and i understand it but but you know you trent said that that we will have you ready we'll have you ready to go it is a, it is is more since when you did it it's a three-hour training but it's a quick three hours 
um, and we make sure that you are ready and you have support in the schools. Absolutely. And, um, you know, just, just by looking across the table here, we have Nate and Charles and, uh, Nate, I believe it's how long you've been in part of teammates now. Uh, I think this is year 15 for me. Year 15. Yeah. I was with Charles for, I think nine or 10 years. Okay. I have another mentee who is a uh, sophomore and this is our fourth year together. I've been with him since uh, the seventh grade. Okay, perfect. So this kind of leads me into my next question. Um, because I hear it a lot too. A lot of you know when they decide to become a mentor, they're like, "Okay, I'm going to do it um, for this one kid, and then I'll then I'll be done." And then they stick around for another mentee, and then it turns into three. And then uh, we heard over the break, there's guys have been there for as long as 24 years. So, you know, what was it for you that you really believed in teammates, and you're like, you know what, I want to continue to keep being a part of this program. Yeah, and going into it, you know, I didn't have any idea. They asked for a three-year commitment, Mm -hmm. and uh, the three years went really quick with Charles, and we just kept going every year, whether – I don't know if he still wanted me to come see him. (laughs) I just just, – yeah, we just – we had such a great relationship that I look forward to it. We basically met every Wednesday, and it was just kind of part of our our weekly plan. And um, once he graduated, I mean, he and I still get together and have lunch once in a while, and Mm -hmm. we still see each other. and text and talk once in a while uh but yeah i just decided well you know what let's uh let's do it again absolutely um i do like asking that because jim you know how many times do you see that with their mentee and mentor where their times do but they they maintain that relationship whether post high school post college you know i feel like i see that um and it is it's it's a positive thing to see do you see it a lot yeah real consistent really consistent you spend that much time with somebody you realize that you know, there's not a lot of people you spend that kind of time with mm-hmm. and, and over over that period of time. Yeah. And so you really, it, it, it becomes something pretty special. I, I mean, I've got two juniors that I'm working with, and uh, I can't wait to kind of see the next phase of that and, you know, go out for coffee or, you, mm-hmm. know, get, you know, go to a ball game or I, who knows what, whatever they want to <laughs> do, you know, whatever. What, and that's just it. The nice thing is, you know, you do this, have this really structured time together. And then all of a sudden, at some point, it can change, and you can be friends and and have it look quite a bit different. I think it's fantastic what you guys are doing. Absolutely. So, uh, Charles, I'll, I'll bring it back to you. Mm-hmm. You know, when you were joining teammates, you're getting to know Nate, um, and as you know, time grew on, and that connection really started to form. You know, what were some of the things that you got out of it that you weren't necessarily looking for? And now today, you kind of sit here um, learning things that maybe you weren't anticipating. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, at at the very least, uh, you know, a couple years, you know, we, I mean, most of the time we did, we did, uh, we met at lunch, over lunch, so I didn't miss too much class, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, got, it, was, it was a nice change of pace at the very least, uh, and then kept me motivated in school a little bit, because, you know, I wasn't the best kid in school a couple years, but, you know, seeing Nate every week really helped out, and, um, for a couple of years, I suppose I, I got me got me out of class a little bit, but ah, <laughs> you, know, you know. But I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it was like Nate was like, "Oh, you know, I don't know if you want to be there." And he, well, no, it wasn't that. It was I don't know if he wanted to continue a year after year, but it was like it was never a doubt in my mind. It's like, yeah, we're doing this next year, right? Right. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I feel like there's relationships. Maybe it takes a little bit of time, but um, over time they become they become very real. And like uh, Jim's saying, you see that that correlation post, you know, graduation where that mentee and mentor they stay friends and in communication so you also see a trend of mentees becoming mentors is this something you know obviously you're 24 
you got right. time to think about it. But is this something you've ever even you know considered now that you've been through the program yourself? I mean, I've thought about it a little bit, but it's like I'm still. I feel like. I don't know. I, Nate's a very busy person. He made it work. So I'm, maybe I'm just making excuses, <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. I feel like I'm really busy right now. Like kind of been doing, I've, I've got out of college two years ago. I've been kind of doing my own thing since then, but it's like maybe in a couple of years I'll reassess again. But I think right now I'll keep it in mind, but it's not the move right now. I don't think. Yeah, fair enough. And I feel like uh, Jim, you'd say the same thing. Like if you're not ready for it and you don't feel like yeah, you have the time, right. you probably wouldn't want you know, someone right, to, right. who's not into it to do it yet. Yeah, it, it, it's no different than sales. It takes yeah, it takes seven asks that you know to, to before someone will make that commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Nate, I, you guys didn't get to see it beforehand. We were in the other room there, and Nate was was pushing Charles about being becoming a, a, a teammate. So <laughs> I, I don't think that I don't think that push is done yet for for Nate. But uh, so Charles, I'm sure we'll hear about it mm-hmm. again at some point. But that so that's the other thing too, which is. The very best recruiters are people who are currently, it's word of mouth. It's people who are currently mentoring. And that's what we, our, our data shows it clearly that that's where we get the most mentors is by people, people who are doing it, uh, finding somebody close to them or, or you talking to, you talking to Coach Osborne or, you know, I mean, that's how it, a personal ask is mm-hmm. really the most important thing. So Charles is, yeah. is a young professional, not, not right now. It doesn't work for him. That's fine. It, you know. Absolutely. We're going to need, we're going to need mentors for the next 20, 30, 40 years. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, it may not work right now, but at some point it might. Uh, and then, so follow up question, you know, with the mentors you see, um, what's, what's kind of that, you know, average age group that you're seeing a lot of mentors and is there any, you know, age groups or even guys or girls that you might need more of? That's a great question. Yeah. Uh, since the pandemic under 35, we've just spent lots of young people who are mentoring. It's like, almost like the next generation of, yeah. of, of mentors. Uh, we used to have a lot of, because it's a school-based mentoring program during the day, mm-hmm. we used to have a lot of retired uh, folks be, be mentors. Uh, and then the pandemic just kind of pushed that away a little bit. They're, they're coming back. I mean, we're still getting those, but we're seeing lots of young mentors. But we do need, we're about a little less than 60-40. Uh, 60% are uh, women who are mentoring and 40% are men. Yet our wait list is full of young men who need mentors. And uh, that we need men. We need men who are willing to do this work uh, and, and take this time. And then obviously we really need mentors of color. We have, you know, we're about, our, our mentors are about 12% people of color and mm-hmm. our mentees that we're, that we're trying to match are closer to 45%. So we're really looking for mentors of color who are interested in, in, in working with young people. Absolutely. And uh, I'm glad I, you know, you brought that up because it is, you know, why is that, you know, so important for those matches that, you know, if you, you have, you know, a young man that it might make sense that you want to pair him with another, yeah. you know, adult male just yeah. to kind of is, you know, is there a logic as to why that pairing works better? Well, it, the, the research says that when, when a mentee sees somebody across from them that looks like them, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's, it matters to them. It matters that, that there's somebody, they can see themselves in that person. So the closer you can get to that, the, the better off you're going to be for, um, the, out, the outcomes become better, frankly. So that doesn't mean it has to be that way because right. it absolutely does not. Uh, there's, there's any match can be super successful. It is, but the research kind of says that. So we really, uh, says that you want that, you want the mentee to be able to see themselves in their mentor. So when they look across, they see somebody like them, um, it, it really matters to them. 
Absolutely. Uh, so then, you know, I'll switch it back to you, Nate. You know, is he, is he saying the best way to get mentors, you know, is word of mouth. Um, and obviously you had Osborne, you know, kind of chirping the ear. That's that's what you got down, which is, you know, an awesome statement, by the way. If there's a guy to get you into teammates, you did, Tom Osborne's a good one. So what is kind of the pitch that, you know, maybe you talked to some of your friends, um, you know, on being a mentor and, you know, why it was great for you and maybe why they should consider? Yeah, I'd say that it is a commitment, but it is only an hour a week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you, know, you know, it's not like it's a couple of days a week or, you know, it takes up your whole morning. I mean, and, and basically we just got into a groove where we planned on pretty much every year. I try to come at the same time and we both kind of expected it. And, you know, I set my work schedule around that. And so it just, just made it easy and you just kind of get it in your, in your routine and the years fly by. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you could probably speak on this too, as well as you, Jim. Um, one of the other things I hear uh, coming from you guys and kind of the research you do is people that do have those, you know, meetings, even between work, that once they get back from that, they're even more productive at their job. There's yeah. there's no decline. They, in fact, perform right. better. Right. Uh, businesses have, have seen the value in it and they're paying people to go. You know, there's a lot of businesses around town that pay people to go mentor because they know that, first of all, you're people from their work are engaging in the community, which mm-hmm. is never bad, never bad. And they get excited for it. And they, first of all, they feel valued by an employer. But then when they come back, productivity increases. And it's just that making that connection. This is a very intimate way to make a really significant difference in our community. And you could, and there's a ripple effect. And the ripple effect goes both ways. My, my, my daughter is being affected affected by my relationships with my mentees in a really positive way. I'm, I'm becoming a better father to her because I learn about other people and about what, what other people need and, and, and how to, and how to really communicate with other people. And I think I'm probably going to do doing the same with my mentees. They're going to go off and have possibly have families. And, Absolutely. and, and, and so that effect, and, and they're currently in families. So that effect is a ripple and it really ripples out. It's a really intimate way to make a really significant difference uh, in our community. And so that's why employers know that as well. That's awesome. And then, uh, so Nate, did you, did you feel that, you know, say when you're going to meet Charles, um, and then after that visit, did you, you almost have an uptick in your, your drive at work? I did. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that statement. It, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what it is, but it was just, always positive and I always felt felt good when I left absolutely so then I kind of want to swing it to you Charles you know obviously you're at a younger age and maybe you didn't realize it but as you got older maybe to high school did you notice those days when you knew you know Nate was going to come and visit you that those days overall just went better yeah, I, I think so. Like, you know, you're in school. Not every day is the most fun, the most engaging, the, mm-hmm. the best day, but I think like they obviously, you know, it was usually Wednesdays basically all the time. Um Nate would come and it was like, you know, we'd have lunch together the rest of the day, you know, it was like, it goes right by, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So were there real quick before we go to break here, mm-hmm. were there any hobbies that either of you guys picked up from each other that beforehand you had nothing to do with it? And then now you're sitting here today and you've picked up a hobby that you never thought you were, you were even into before. I don't think so. I'd say Charles has probably taught me more about a computer than I knew. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely, he's definitely into that. So he, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's sure. awesome. Yeah. I, I hear that one a lot too. I know uh, one guy, he was, uh, his mentee was really big into gaming. Mm, um, yeah. And then all of a sudden he was logging on, you know, at 6 PM with the mom's permission and they would play video games yeah. together online. Mm. And you hear, 
uh, people just mixing hobbies. And then it turns out, you know, they find even more in common. But again, we're going to go to break here. But if you want to join the conversation, Sarder Heyman text line 402-464-5685. This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour on 93.7 The Ticket, TicketFM.com. We'll be back right after this break. Don't go anywhere. More of the Teammates Mentoring Hour is minutes away on 93.7 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com. 